0: Are you shitting me? Okay, what's thumping a chest going to do for a woman, right? You can't ride to Myrtle Beach by doing this, baby. You want that jacked up 2500 Duramax diesel with truck nuts swinging on the back. Pick a pick inside, yeah. Pick a side, just pick a side, stupid. Pick a pick inside, pick a side, just
1: pick a side, stupid. Pick a pick inside, yeah. Pick a side, just pick a side, stupid.
2: Well, hey everybody, welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. I am here with our very first episode from our new location. I know most of this had taken place in Quincy at Maggie's Lounge. Um, for everybody that's listening from Quincy, from Maggie's Lounge, I miss you all. I wish we could still do the show together. Hopefully you can come down to Tennessee at some point or I can return and we can, we can have a last hurrah or something, but... Um, we're having a fun time down here in Tennessee, getting this show going. Uh, we're getting a good group coming out, starting things off. And I've got one of our new comics and uh, new debaters here with me tonight, uh, who's going to be my guest, Joe Bridges.
3: Hey, how's you doing, everybody out there listening? in yeah. podcastville or land or whatever landmass podcasts are experienced on. Yep. I don't know. I'm from I'm from radio, so podcasting is still somewhat foreign that was to was
2: like podcast Pangea.
3: Yeah, exactly. Radio And uh, you've taken the land bridge to to this place. Yeah. And it's beautiful.
2: So Joe is probably the first person that contacted me about the comedy club when Sarah and I were talking about open up a club and we had announced I think we announced Blue Ridge Comedy Club is going to be opening up in Bristol, Tennessee, and we had a Facebook group for or a Facebook page for it. We still do. And Joe was our first message, I think.
3: I, I've been living here for six years at the time, and I was about ready to, I don't know, do something drastic, like move back to Florida, <laughs> yeah. which was not in the options for a long time. But right. uh, you came here. And uh, you gave me a reason to keep going.
2: (laughs) You really were excited to see a comedy club. Yeah, Yeah. big time.
3: It's like uh, before you were here, it's at least three hours, three to five hours to drive for like a decent club.
2: Yeah. And so when I first got your message, um, and sorry, if you're listening, we're going to talk about me and Joe for a few minutes and then we'll get into wildlife. But um, when I first got your message, I was like, well, hopefully this isn't a crazy person because uh, it's the first message that we got and uh hopefully it's a real comedy fan and all that and you were like oh can i come to the open mic and bring my daughter who's how old seven seven and i was like i guess like it could be dirty and you're like ah she's gonna be traumatized whatever it's some scarred for life sorry that's what at some point whatever and i was like oh he is a maniac <laughs>
3: I still haven't brought her though. I mean, I, I brought her to see the room, but she hasn't stayed. for Yeah,
2: me. and she went on stage and told a joke before anybody my- was here. It was yeah. very cute. It was nice. She you're not stopping. a maniac. I'm very excited about that. Thank you. I gotta say, best case scenario from what I was imagining, you're a very sweet guy. Thank oh, you for thank you. Uh, being here.
3: Well, you know, I have to, I have to invest this time into my victims before I make my move. <laughs> <so>. Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, okay, so now tell me, now that I've said what my uh, you know preconceived notions of what you might have been, what were you expecting when you showed up at this comedy club? Did you expect it to look like this? Did you expect something different? Like, what, what was going through your head? I was really pleasantly surprised
3: with the room itself, because um, I've been to a lot of comedy clubs. Most of them were in South Florida, and uh, there's like a really nice energy and atmosphere in this place. It doesn't feel stuffy or corporate or cookie cutter. Like I've been to small clubs and I've been to like improvs and yeah. there's, there's a real welcome, like there's a welcome environment here and it's welcoming to uh, like, I was, you know, an audience member for quite a while Yeah. and uh, it's just a comfortable place and I'm somebody with really bad anxiety and it takes a lot for me to feel comfortable somewhere, but it was pretty, It was pretty quick here. You know, I I avoided coming here the first two weeks you were open because of my neurosis. Yeah. But I've pretty much been here ever since.
2: Yeah, you're very regular at this club, which we appreciate.
3: Um, I'm glad you appreciate it. I thought I was just going to be annoying. Nah,
2: you're great. And it's funny. Everybody says that. Johnny says it, too. He's like, you'll get sick of me. I'm going to be here so much. And it's great. I feel like, for me, personally, I want... Not just like a comedy club, but like a comedy community, You know, a comedy scene. You you're, know?
3: you're creating one here.
2: Uh, I hope so. Um, really and are. we're going to fill this wall up with pictures right now. We, we've got a couple pictures up on the wall of comedians that have come through, but uh, we're going to decorate this club as we go. So I think you were – were you the first person to ever win Pick a Side I am the first person to win here in Bristol. Yeah. And what was the topic that night?
3: Uh, what was the topic the first – the first that you won, that you were the champion. I don't remember, to be honest with you. I, I really don't.
2: Um, it's a lost tape, also.
3: Oh, great. Well, then it doesn't matter. It's yeah, lost to the ether. Podcast. Yeah. The no. one that we're
2: about to play, you did not win, and you were not present. Yeah, I so. wasn't even
3: there. But uh, I'm here now. Yeah. I'm, I'm present now. And uh, I won a second one also.
2: Yeah, I you won, won more twice. Than once, but but was, Meredith. Her befo- is the only one that has ever won the belt twice. Yeah, you guys didn't, we didn't have, have a title belt, belt, belt when you won.
3: But I'm gonna take credit for that belt because uh, the second time I won, Johnny's like, "You need a belt."
2: Yeah, and, and he made one for you that you've never gotten.
3: Yeah, no, I'm cursed. The belt is a is a is a hex on me. I think.
2: So we do have a pick aside stupid championship belt that we award to uh, a comedian at the end of the show that wins. And they don't it's, you know, it's a beautiful leather
3: belt. It's a great leather
2: belt. They don't get to take it home, but if they're in the club, you know, they're carrying it around. It's all theirs. They can gloat, whatever. It's very pro wrestling. Yeah. And um, we're always looking for more people to participate in Pick a Side Stupid. So if you're like thinking like, oh, this seems like something that would be fun to come down and do, come down to the club sometime. Uh, if you're gonna perform, you know, let me know that you'd like to. You don't have to pay to get in if you're performing on stage, and if you're not performing and you just want to watch the show, it's twelve bucks. It's a pretty cheap show, and very enjoyable. I think. What do you think, Jeff?
3: I think if a schmuck like me can win, then anybody has an honest chance. And it is a great time. And if you're participating to get that free ticket, that's just a that's just a little bonus. Yeah, for sure. Because free entertainment's great, and being the entertainment sometimes can also be pretty fun.
2: All right, well, let's get into wildlife. That's what the show is about this week, so let's just talk about it. If you were to get a pet that wasn't something that was normally a housebroken type of animal, domesticated, what would you get? Well, when I was young, I always, I always thought I'd want a monkey,
4: mm-hmm.
3: but now I have kids and I understand that monkeys are basically like a, a small human, and I, I want something simple. I want something that requires little to no care or maintenance. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a naked mole rat, something that just lives in a cage that you just don't have to see it. You drop some food in, and then if you have people over, you can always be like, "Hey, look at my exotic pet." Yeah but it's not something that's super big or requires a lot of time. Or, or
2: dangerous.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, the monkeys are cute, but if you go into like ape territory, then you're, you've got something that can like rip your face off yeah. and break your you arm. Even a and, chimp. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, when I was a kid, I went to a, a, it's like a park, like a zoo kind of in South Florida called Monkey Jungle. Mm-hmm. And they almost exclusively have monkeys and they have a couple of parrots. And uh, my school, I was in second grade. We were walking through what's essentially a tunnel that's a cage. And above you is like this habitat full of all these different monkeys. Just like, they're all over. And they have chains hanging down with bowls. And you can buy a bag of peanuts. And you put a peanut in the bowl. And the monkeys grab the chain and they pull it up. And they eat the peanut. And uh, the boy walking in front of me got shit on. Really... Viciously buy this monkey
2: because you wouldn't buy him peanuts
3: I don't know I think um, I think it's a way that the monkeys entertain themselves because they would just have all these people walking underneath them all day yeah and it's like every now and then they want to shit on a person or something
2: <laughs> I don't know it's just a way to just have a little fun during the day that's what life is like in monkey jungle sure so you're just going to go naked mole rat naked mole rat for a um, it's a conversation starter exotic pet yeah yeah that's nice
3: yeah,
2: I always think of uh, and Sarah's the one that turned me on to this but have you have ever seen a slow loris? Yes. Uh, they're adorable. And they're slow. And they're slow and you cannot own them. It's illegal? It is illegal. But if you're not familiar look it up it's great. I think honestly like a sloth like I feel like it's kind of like an animal I can relate to. I can see that as a sloth just like they grow like algae on them yeah as camouflage because they just move so slowly ah that's fun
3: just stop washing your hair just let the rain do it yeah it'd be nice yeah i mean if you're gonna pick a pet based on its personal grooming habits Mm -hmm. i i would go the opposite direction I would go for something that's just constantly cleaning itself, like, oh, okay. a, like a strange insect. I would say housefly, but that's way too common.
2: Birds are always like cleaning themselves, I think. Yeah, but I think they're
3: perpetually covered in dust, so I think they don't have saliva. So they, can you really clean yourself if you don't have saliva? It's like going in the bathroom, and then you go to wash your hands and you just rub <laughs> them together in the sink instead of using water. I don't,
2: I don't know. I've, I don't clean myself with saliva, i got to say. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you're just thinking of cats. But yeah, people don't clean themselves. We have saliva, but we don't use it to for like personal hygiene. Oh, not anymore. Like you don't you don't rub saliva on yourself.
3: Oh, I'm sure when Not to
2: get clean. I'm sure when your
3: child has a big smear on her cheek, you don't lick your thumb and wipe it away. That we do use saliva to clean each other in small ways. <laughs> okay. Um, what, what is the strangest pet you did have growing up? Did you have any was, weird pets? What was the
4: question?
3: What is the strangest pet you had that you actually had?
2: Did you growing have any up.
3: weird pets? Yeah.
2: No, we had, uh, we had dogs. We had a dog one at a time. You know, one would go and we'd get another one. And I would go and get another one. You can't have two at once, they might conspire. <laughs> yeah, right. Who runs this place? <laughs> um, and we never had any cats. Uh, we had a fish at one point when I was little. Uh, I brought some salamanders in. That's awesome. From outside. You know, I'd go out in the woods and, you know, roll a log over and catch some salamanders. And be like, this is my pet salamander now. And then I didn't have any concept of how to feed a salamander or keep it alive so like i think two weeks after i caught the salamander my mom just found it stuck on the wall of my oh, bedroom just like, like frozen in place a there a
3: piece of jerky on the wall yeah. yeah which
2: is sad when you think about it i had a similar experience with some newts i had
3: some fire belly newts they're like a small salamander mm-hmm. and they were able to climb out of their fish tank and they were just all dried up on the floor
2: yeah so we're not great at taking yeah, care. Yeah, no. Little reptiles. That's what I was saying, like, an animal
3: that's easy maintenance.
2: Yeah, that one. It seems like those should be easy maintenance. But I was just a kid, and I didn't understand how to. I didn't even know what they ate.
3: Right. Well, it's like when you're when you're young, if you get one of those turtles that's in like a plastic island. Yeah. With like a half a cup of water to live in, like that's basically just like a. a that's death a death bed. sentence. Yeah, that's for like that. a deathbed for yeah, a turtle.
2: For that turtle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they need heat and
3: moisture and all kinds of stuff that. When yeah. you're six, you're not like, Mom, we need to make sure this turtle doesn't die. Yeah.
2: When I, once when I was a child, I caught a starfish at the beach, and I brought that home as a That's pet. That's cool. And uh, they don't live very long if you just put them in, like, Tupperware in the backyard.
3: Right. Yeah, no, they need salt water and stuff. Yeah.
2: And I will say, that was probably the worst smell is when that thing went for good. It was pretty gross. And, uh, yeah, so those are my exotic pets. A starfish... A salamander, starfish is pretty exotic. Yeah, not everybody's had a starfish. That's very true. I don't know if you haven't seen them. Look, I don't know if you can consider it a pet though. If you never, if you didn't feed it enough for it to live for like one week, is that your pet? Like, if you, if you, like, you didn't mean to, but you, what you essentially did was take it home to your place to starve it to death. Is that your pet? So you're saying it's kidnapping more than pet ownership. It's not good. It's not a good way to do pet ownership. I'd say that.
3: I, yeah, I like see that.
2: Yeah. But I think those are my two most exotic pets. Starfish salamander. So you
3: you haven't been here very long. I've been here for a few years now. Have yep. you had any crazy interactions with wildlife here? Like, the thing that I'm waiting to happen is... I'm waiting to hit a deer.
2: Yeah, you're going to hit a deer Somebody told At me some it's just going to happen. You know, when people in Boston would talk about uh, everybody driving trucks, you know, you don't need that truck. i got to tell you, driving a truck feels a little safer here. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you might hit a deer. Like, there's a real possibility of it. And it's not going to be good if you're in a little car. Yeah. I've had deer run out in front of me. I've almost hit them. Oftentimes, I'll be driving home, and I'll see, like, Six of them off the side of the road and they freeze, but they look like they might run. That's so common here.
3: Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I'd say I'd take a deer home as a pet.
3: After you hit it with your
2: car? Uh, yeah, I'd like nurse it back to health. You know? Yeah, because a the little band aid on it. You
3: can't just like and then enjoy a nice dinner. No, cause... you're not going to eat venison
2: yeah, that it's all was bruised. roadkill. yeah no. So, yeah, you nurse that thing back to health,
5: mm-hmm.
2: you know, you, you put it next to their brother and sister, the starfish and the salamander, and <laughs> they look at it going, oh, I am in trouble. And you're like, no, you're going to make it, though.
3: Yeah, you nurse the deer back to health and release it to the wild for it to instantly be shot by a hunter. Yeah, maybe. You got to keep it in your house till after the season's over. Yeah, I'm
2: just going to keep a deer in my house. Yeah, it's like a dog, right? You know. They have hooves. Living here in Tennessee, I have more space in the house than I did when I lived in Boston, but I'm still not sure that I have uh, room for a deer in the house. Maybe a possum, though. A possum, I definitely would have room for. You just hang it in your closet? (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of noise. Yeah. The dog in it might, may, may, may not get along, but maybe he'll check the dog for ticks yeah for sure they, ticks. they do
3: eat ticks you know they keep your house clean of any possum would be a problem. good
2: a good pet that's not like a normal pet I
3: heard that my father had a possum once when he was young as a house pet yeah no. for a brief time but did uh, he say that it was a nightmare no no um I didn't really hear too much about it other than he had a possum okay and I thought that's pretty interesting okay that's a that's a fun thing. I guess it was unremarkable because there weren't any crazy possum stories. Sure. Other than having a possum.
2: Yeah. Okay. Which is
3: it's not a conventional pet anywhere, I don't think.
2: Well, I had a pet snake at one point, and I had a pet rat mm-hmm. and a pet hawk. So I had all of those things.
3: Those they all, they all got along well together.
2: They all <laughs> It's all about the food chain,
3: baby. Yeah, it's, it's different than the, the deer and the starfish. Yeah. They have a
2: different relationship. Definitely, the, yeah. The snake and the rat. Sure. The deer's not going to be like, oh, maybe this starfish is dinner. <laughs> Might think it's a salt lick. Maybe. Might be a salty starfish. Before we sign off from Pick a Side, Stupid, and we play some of the audio from the live show, which, by the way, you can come check out the live show any Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. at Blue Ridge Comedy Club in Bristol, Tennessee. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on wildlife or just the club in general? Anything at all? Let's... Um, I, I love this club. This has become my safe place,
3: even though I don't always have the courage to...
2: Go up on stage?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping to get over that.
2: You've done a couple of open mics, and you hosted a weekend.
3: Yeah, that. Yeah, I did.
2: Let's leave that where it is. Yeah, you don't have to tell people <laughs> about it.
3: <laughs> hey, I don't have to tell people I eat shit. It's fine.
2: Yeah, you said it. You didn't have to say it, oh, but you said it. Uh, I mean, you hosted a weekend.
3: but uh, It didn't
2: go as well as you would have liked.
3: That's true. Well, that's because uh, life is wild.
2: Yeah. But you won Pick a Side Stupid. It's great.
3: That, that's, a, that's a good feeling when you win. All right. It's a good feeling to participate. Pick a Side Stupid's a great time. It really is. Especially if you like comedians because you get to go up and fight
2: with them. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's it. Signing off, uh, it's Joe Bridges and Sean Carter. Hey, everybody. How are you tonight? Good. Um, So welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. It's going to be a fun show. Tonight's topic is wildlife. Whoever wins gets to enjoy wildlife holding this up over their head or wearing it while we do a nice little photo op here. But the belt does have to stay in the club. But, if you're here at the club, between now and next week and you're the champ, you can hold it the whole time you're here. <laughs> all right. Um, the other, the other uh, reward for winning tonight is a uh, Blue Ridge Comedy t-shirt. Yeah, all right. <laughs> So if you wear the Blue Ridge t-shirt with the belt, it's a I feel like that's a good look, right? <laughs> um so tonight is about wildlife. I read a lot about, man, it just doesn't matter what you try to research, you just end up reading about like different animals' penises. You know? <laughs> that ends up being like, did you know this one has a and it's weird. So uh, I saw like an article online that was like, it was by the Smithsonian, and it said the, the Nine Weirdest Penises in the Animal Kingdom, and I was like, how did you, uh, yeah, right, am I in this article, what's, <laughs> <laughs> you scroll, but you're like sweating, you're like, is, am I going to be in there? <laughs> so, uh, in case you haven't been here before, here's how it works. Uh, we'll bring up two comedians on the stage, and I'll ask them a question having to do with the wildlife animal kingdom somehow. And then whoever goes first gets to pick what side of the topic they're on. They get to choose and then uh, make their case for a minute. And then they hand the mic over. Their opponent makes their case for a minute. And then they each get a 30-second rebuttal. And then I declare a winner. I'm the only judge. This isn't a democracy, okay? Okay. But, you know, you guys can help me out by like, if somebody's on stage making a good point, you can clap for them. If you think it's funny, laugh for them. That makes it easier for me to judge. And then when I do declare a winner, if you agree with me, I want you to cheer. Give that a shot right now. Okay, and you know, fair is fair. So if you disagree with me, I want you to boo me. Give that a shot right now. All right, yeah, you guys are good at that. That's great. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, like, when you're having a rough week, just make sure to come here on a Thursday and just boo me as hard as you can, you know? I'm here for it, you know? Next up, everybody, please welcome Andrew Cox and Rowan Young. Andrew, you have done this show before, so I'll let you choose whether you go first or second. I'll go second. Second. So, Rowan, you can pick from, uh, what haven't we done? Pets and groupings? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, pets or groupings? Pets. Pets. Okay. Here we go. Your question is, um, (laughs) you decide decide to adopt a pet bat, okay? Do you get a... Kitty's hog-nosed bat, which is the smallest bat at uh, about 29 millimeters, tiny, one of the smallest mammals in the world, or a giant golden-crowned flying fox, which is the largest bat with a wingspan of up to seven feet and uh, no five feet and seven inches.
6: I think that the clear answer for this question is the kitty's hog-nosed bat. Uh, the smallest one for the purposes of being able to put it in my little pocket and bring it with me (laughs) anywhere that I want. He can come to the movies. He can come to the potty. He can, for me as a person, and I think a lot of people, it's helpful and important to have a companion. So I think I would appreciate the companionship of the kitty's hog nose in my pocket. Thank you.
7: What was the name of that other bat? (laughs) The giant golden crown flying fox. That's my god. That's the one I want because, uh, I mean, we all know that, I mean, like she said, bats are cute and cuddly. So, I mean, uh, why would a huge bat not be even cuter because it's like gigantism, right? And we all know that bats don't carry diseases or anything like that. So... I think a bigger bat would be a more efficient pet. You may even use it as a fucking owl for like sending letters even at night.
6: To counter your point, sir, I would like to say that if my kid were to breed my kitty's hog nose, I could have seven to eight s- small ones and cuddle them all at once. So if you're wanting to achieve uh, physical touch, that would be the way to have many little ones (laughs) all on different parts of your body uh, as opposed to one large one on one part of your body.
2: Time. Andrew, you have a 30 second rebuttal. Well,
7: if you breed a big bat, you'll just have a fleet of big ass bats. So my bats would probably kill your fucking cute bats.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry for your bats. Oh, man, that's great. Uh, Well, you're both great, but I got to pick a winner, uh, and it's going to be Rowan Young this time. (laughs) Although, Andrew, if you ever put out an album, I hope it's titled Buried in Bats. (laughs) Next up, everybody, please welcome Brian Morton and Nicole Tenuta. (laughs) You guys have both done the show before, but Nicole was the first to the stage, so I'll let her choose whether she goes first or second.
8: Ladies first.
2: Oh, that's right oh Bam she burnt you man she said you were like her
5: <laughs> I'm really bad at this game and you're gonna put me up against Cinemax Carmen San Diego all right let's
2: just so you know this isn't a row show so that was actually minus one point even uh. though okay uh so do you uh, uh pets groupings fight wild card or dark fight. Fight, okay. So your question is: uh, Would you rather be in a swimming pool with one great white shark or one hundred candiru fish? Do you know what the candiru fish is? No, you're gonna. That's the one that it will get up into your urethra and kind (laughs) of lodge itself in there.
5: Uh, All right, so I think you want to do the urethra fish. (laughs) I mean, I've I've not had a lot going on lately, guys. So, you know, if I can get some that are rolling up in there, you know, let's see what's let's see let's, let's see what you got, you or fish. Um, so yeah, let's do those. The little ones, like the big guy, I'm not down with. I'm not. I'm a big guy already. I don't I don't need to pull my dick out with that guy. I want the little fish that are just like nibbling at my bits. So. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what I want right there. So let's do that. Thank you.
8: Oh, oh honey, it's, they're not nibbling. They're, they're going to go up on in there. And when you're done, they're still going to be in there. So I'm going to go with the great white shark because uh, there was that famous surfer chick, right? She got her armpit off. Well, she made a movie and now she's a millionaire. I mean, she did uh, she was good at what she did. Anyways, but sh- she made a movie and so she made a lot of money. So I'm going to go in the sh- in the pool with the shark because you know, maybe the shark's just misunderstood. He wants a friend. <laughs> Fi- he, he doesn't want to eat me. He just wants someone to love him and does not want to get inside him and be a parasitic fish that's going to stay there forever and ruin your ballsack. <laughs> <laughs>
5: So my ball sack's ruined already. (laughs) That's what Dr. Littlejohn did for me. And, you know, it took two vasectomies, but, you know, he got it right. So I don't, I don't, (laughs) so the little fish, right, in there, I feel it now a little bit. You know, I don't even know. It's like, when I think about it some, I'm like, okay, all right, so... (laughs) Um, no, uh, the little fish—they're my thing. So. Um. Time.
8: The, it's, it's not the little fish that's doing it for you. It's your—it's my hat that you're jealous of. That's what's doing it. But if you want to blame it on the fish, that's fine. And this—this this poor man wants to blame his ruined ball sack on a vasectomy. Honey, you're just old.
2: <laughs> wow. Still not a roast show, so that's a minus one for that. Aww. But. All right. Uh, Hey, a lot of great points here, but I gotta hand the win to Brian Morton. Okay. Um, Next up, everybody please welcome Aaron Naller and Michelle Aldal. Michelle, you've done this show before, so I'll let you choose whether you go first or second.
9: I will go second.
2: Okay. Second, okay, Aaron, you can choose good from to meet you, uh, Thank you. pets, wild card groupings, or like dark questions. Uh, go pets. Pets. okay. Your question is: Would you rather have uh, uh, which would you rather keep as a pet? Right. Uh, an armadillo, which oftentimes carry leprosy, mm-hmm. or a koala which oftentimes have chlamydia <laughs> i uh, I would rather have a koala um,
7: because I need a reason to go to a doctor for the first time in ten years. <laughs> And it's like, cool. They climb up on your leg and stuff like you're a tree, and then they try to bite you like you're eucalyptus, but then they find out you're not. And then you're like, hey, get the fuck off me, you little freak, and why did I pay so much money to get you and then name you Tom? That's stupid. Why would I do that? <laughs> Who names the fucking... It's not even. You're not even a bear. <laughs> you're a fucked up wiener, little fucking uh, build-a-bear. Like... But I'd rather have it, still. I'd still rather have the koala. They also smell good, like eucalyptus, there they go.
9: Um, I would obviously rather have the armadillo, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, obviously it's the armadillo, because um, they have cures for leprosy, I believe, or even not, you just need to like wash your hands. If we haven't learned anything through COVID is just frickin' wash your hands, wear a mask, and you're fine. Okay, so that's what I'm going to do. He's going to be a final thing. I don't have to cuddle him. I can just, you know, feed him, take him for walks, kick him around when he rolls up as a ball like a (laughs) soccer player. I think that would be awesome, right? I've got a whole nother game to play. My friends come over. Hey, we're going to play Armadillo soccer. I think they would love that. So I'm going to go definitely with Armadillo. Much more fun.
5: Uh,
7: Unfortunately, if you wash your hands and you already have leprosy, you will have less hands.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Aaron, let's be honest, you sick little guy. (laughs) Um, What we know about koalas is they have two penises, two vaginas. So we know, no, it's true, it is a fact. I also went on those crazy little (laughs) websites and I found that out and I'm like, what the heck? So we know you've got this weird little uh, fetish going on and that's just really sick.
2: Time. Lot of good points here, lot of good points. But uh, I gotta hand the win here in a very close one to Aaron Naller. I mean, after that soccer ball comment, I was like, I feel like Michelle's got this. But then that hand-washing comment, it <laughs> fucking turned it all around, right? <laughs> all right. Um. So, let's see. Has everybody gone except for Cassidy? There's not anybody else that was on the list, right? Okay, great. Well, then, in that case, uh, Cassidy gets a bye because, uh, because Joe... Yeah, because we had 15 people. We needed 16 to... She's... Yeah, if you want to get a beer right now, Cassidy is buying... No. Um, she's getting into the next round. Okay, cool. So, we are down to uh, eight people, and round two. So, next up, everybody please welcome Anina Russell and John Murphy. Oh, she's getting a beer? Okay. Anina, do you want to go first or second here? What would you no, like would to like do? To second. second. okay. John, what category would you like? You got pets, groupings, fight, wild card, or the dark questions? do you say it one Pets, wild card, groupings, fight, or uh, dark. S- same options all night. Can yeah, we we'll do pets? Yeah, we've done pets, but we can do it again. We're gonna have to do all of these categories more than once. So
4: okay, pets is fine. Okay,
2: great. We just we just did pets. That was the last one that we did. Oh, okay. Did. Then yeah.
4: we'll do something else. We'll do fights. Uh,
2: fights, fights. Okay. We've also done that fights. Guy. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. No. I'm going home. Okay. Your question is. <laughs> Which would you rather fight to the death? Okay? You can't just fight this thing, win, knock it out, get out of there. You have to kill it. Yeah. Okay? One alligator
4: or one turtle? Oh, turtle. That's not even a, that's not even a question. You can't kill an alligator. That's uh, right there in front of you. It's super simple. Sure, turtles have shells, but you get a stick, it's over with. You know, Shell means nothing. Alligators are covered in scales, head to toe, and they will fight you back. I mean, the meanest turtles, what, a snapping turtle? Problem solved. (laughs) It's over with. There's no way I'm fighting an alligator under any circumstance. Give me a machete, a gun, and three dudes, I'm still taking the turtle. (laughs) By myself, with one hand tied behind my back. Alligators fuck people up every day for funsies. People keep turtles as pets. There's not even an option. Always a turtle. And some people think turtles are cute, and they couldn't kill a turtle. Fuck that. I have no emotions. Kill them. Kill them all. (laughs) I have no problems with it.
1: Okay, so um, Steve Irwin, right? Bless his heart. Yeah, R.I.P. He did not get killed by an alligator, and he wrestled a lot of them. My favorite thing was when people said, oh, can you believe he died? Yes, yes, I can. He should have died a long time ago by an alligator. (laughs) That's exactly what should have fucking killed him. Like, a turtle, a snapping turtle will, like, bite your fucking toe off. Alligator can't even fucking kill Steve Irwin. It takes a fucking stingray or something, like, in a freak accident. Yeah, that's not how that works. It just, I mean, sorry. Your turtle, your turtle shit's crap. <laughs> you can ride an alligator. Can you ride a turtle? You can't ride a turtle. You can ride an alligator.
4: You can ride turtles. Buddhists believe we're all doing it. Um, Also, just just because I'm a Steve Irwin fan, last time I was at Ripley's Aquarium, you know, the pet the stingray, let him know he's still got shooters out here. Don't fuck around. Let them stingrays know. And you know what you can't do that to? A fucking alligator. Because it will take your whole hand, all of it. You think leprosy hands lost one. Stick in front of an alligator. Come on now.
1: I mean, obviously somebody can't run like in a zigzag pattern and get the (laughs) fuck away from an alligator, but that's fine. I mean, but still, it's an alligator. Like you, as soon as you pop them in the nose, they just open their mouth. Like people stick their heads in alligator mouths for fun and for like money and amusement and tourism in third world countries. Which yeah, (laughs) I love going to those places. (laughs) Those are fun.
2: All right. (laughs) A lot of good points, but objectively the correct answer is uh, you'd rather kill a turtle. Okay, I gotta hand the win to John Murphy here. Yeah. Wow. That shit was cold, but he also said that he'd kill a turtle, so you yeah. know. What do you expect from a turtle killer, you know? What if the turtle was Donatello? You wouldn't fucking stand a chance. You know what I'm saying? He would fuck you up, man. All right, <laughs> all right, next up, everybody please welcome Rowan Young and Meredith Kerr. All right, uh, Rowan, do you want to go first or second?
6: For second. Second, second. okay. Second. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith,
2: <laughs> you can choose any category except for fight. Dark. Okay. Uh, we'll go with a, a bit of a darker question here. Uh, oh, it's not that dark. Okay, what's the most appealing part of being a sloth? Okay, a sleeping question. for 10 hours a day or <laughs> losing a third of your body weight when you poop?
10: Okay, I'll go third of my body weight when I poop because I already <laughs> sleep 10 hours a day. Um, <laughs> But could you imagine that's, uh, I mean, they don't even have to poop that often, do they? So you just, after you've slept for 10 hours consecutively for like a month and just eat, sleep, and then you wake up and you're like, man, I'm feeling a little bloated. And then you go down and you take a big old poop and you lose, what is that, 30 of your body weight? Yeah. You're ready to hit the sloth club, man. <laughs> you could put on your skinny sloth <laughs> jeans. <laughs> find, you, yep. find you somebody else to, to and go sleep 10 hours at their place. You ain't doing that without that, taking that good old dump, though, are ya? you? Just, You're just sleeping by yourself, being all bloated and shit. I'm pooping out a third of my body weight for sure. Fair point.
6: But I will say that as a creature who spends so much time sleeping, it is important to have that body weight on them so that they can sustain themselves in those nice, peaceful, long sleeps. I, as someone who knows how hard it is to be awake... Uh, <laughs> I, I can't imagine having to spend any longer than 10 hours a day awake. I myself do s- sleep longer than 10 hours, and I uh, can't imagine a life as a sloth not doing that, so shitting is bad. <laughs>
10: No, I'm pretty sure you still get to sleep the 10 hours a day. You just also get to take the big poop. That's the more important part. And, and it doesn't, it, I don't need to sleep to sustain me, and, like the sleep to keep me warm, you know, my poop fat to keep me warm, I guess is what you're saying. Because again, I'm getting the, the guy sloth at the club in my skinny sloth jeans. That's, we'll keep each other warm. And if not, then the friction will, y'all know what I'm saying, sloth love. <laughs> It is a
6: commonly known fact that male sloths prefer a fat
0: ass.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, and good night.
2: All right, yeah, I gotta hand the wind to Rowan Young here. was a good one that was a good debate yeah all around <laughs> great stuff okay next up everybody please welcome brian morton and travis stevenson all right all right we got four four comics left uh so let's get right into it uh the next matchup is between rowan young and john murphy Okay. Rowan, do you want to go first or second? First. First.
6: Okay, okay, first, first, first. Stick with it.
2: Okay. Uh, You can pick from any category. Wild card, pets, groupings, fight, no contest. Or dark. Dark. Okay, cool. Um, All right. Another dick one. Yes. Let's let's (laughs) skip that one. Just so we don't do two back-to-back. Here we go. What would you, uh, would you rather have a partner that mates for life like a penguin or one that bites your head off after mating like a praying mantis?
6: I would absolutely h- choose to have a partner that bites my head off uh, like a praying mantis because I like a challenge.
5: <laughs>
6: I like a bad boy. I can't imagine fucking the same person for the rest of my life. (laughs) And for that reason, I think that the superior option is a partner that bites your head off after sex. Thank you.
4: So I hear what you're saying. You like a bad boy. Um, Probably like him more than once though, right? Because that's all you're getting. One and done, literally. I mean, at least if you have a lifetime partner, sure, they're not going to bite your head off and make things exciting, but you can tell them, hey, can you act like you're going to bite my head off? It's called role play. People have been doing it for years. Like, hey, tonight we're praying manises, and we're going to throw in a little murder. But tomorrow night, we'll get a play again. In your scenario, it's one and done, and you better hope it's good. What if it's a bad lay? What if it's like shitty sex and you die? Now you're screwed. Literally.
6: (laughs) Sir, you assume that it's one and done, but what you do not know is that I went to beauty school and have at home multiple mannequin heads. (laughs) I want it to feel real. I'm perfectly capable of tucking my head into a little hoodie and putting the fake head on top and pretending like it's my real head and not letting my partner know otherwise. Each time at the end of sex, they'll be amazed by my prowess when my head pops right back up. <laughs> and I will remain the alpha. Thank time.
4: You. The, the problem with that is what we've gathered here is you're just a selfish lover. <laughs> Obviously, in the praying mantis world, the head cutting is the finish, right? That's, that's when they're getting off, and you're taking that from them, and that's dirty. See, the guy that cuts the head off, that's what he wants. He's like, yeah, the sex is great, but that ending murder, that's what gets my jimmies going. You're going to take it from him and immediately show him after? Like, you're going to pop your head right back out and be like, nope, I was just kidding the whole time. He's like, fuck, I didn't even get a finish again.
2: (laughs) All right. Lots of good points here, but I got to hand the win to Rowan Young. Uh, so our final debate of the evening, this is to see who wins the whole damn thing. Everybody, please welcome Brian Morton and Rowan Young Come so. on) <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there, I feel like there might be a crowd favorite in this, but it also might be that they just hate you, Brian. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. (laughs) Nobody likes me. Rowan, do you want to go first or second?
6: Uh, I'll go first. First. Okay.
2: Do you want a question from pets, wild card, or groupings? Pets. Pets. Okay. Let's see. We have two pets questions left. Um, All right. Your question is, you have a pet ostrich and a pet rattlesnake, okay? Which do you let sleep in your bed with you?
6: Well, I of the two, the pet ostrich and the pet rattlesnake, I would absolutely choose the pet rattlesnake. Uh, ostriches are known to be aggressive, they try to bite their owners, and rattlesnakes are long, slinky, and, cold. I get hot flashes at night, so I want to be kept cold. Um, I wouldn't need my white noise machine because of the soft hiss in my ear. (laughs) Thanks.
5: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I think the pet ostrich would be good in the bed uh, because they're already feathers, and I like those. They're very comfy. But also, like, if the pet ostrich, I don't know if you've seen them. If they start snoring or whatever, I could just fucking throat punch it, you know, because there's a lot of that area there, and just get them to stop, right? So they're very cozy. They are a little ornery or whatever, but, uh, you know, the pet ostrich is, is definitely more more cuddly than the snake.
6: Everybody knows that a snake is a gentle lover. (laughs) And it's a commonly known fact that ostriches are not cuddly. They will peck at you all night long. They'll try to eat you. They'll try to give you horrible nightmares um, by whispering the devil's words in your ear (laughs) all night long. Do you want that? Do you love the devil, Brian? Amen, hallelujah, praise Jesus.
5: Time. So, uh, first of all, you had me, at they, would, they would peck at me and eat me all night. Um, okay, right? So, I'm good there. Yes, I, I love to get pecked and, and eaten. So, you know, they, they can gobble all they want. I'm good. Thank you. All right, a lot. Look, it's a lot of good points
2: here, and I know that you're chanting for one person. But as I said, this is not a democracy. I don't give a shit what you want. All right, the winner of the final debate of the night is Rowan Young. (laughs) All right, hey, give it up for Rowan, everybody. Um so I don't know if anybody if, if anybody wants to do well, we used to do this thing where um if I got booed for eliminating somebody, we'd have them come back at the end of the night and debate somebody. Do you guys want to do that? <laughs> Travis says no. Do you want to do it? Because if you will do it, like it'd be cool. All right. And who else did you guys want to see again? I feel like there's somebody else that I got booed. Like everybody, uh, that went up everybody that you went up against. So Travis and uh, and John Murphy, Travis and John. And you guys you guys are friends from before, right? You knew each other before coming to Okay, you you hate them. I got it. Okay, cool. Um
4: <laughs> Hey. You're in the midst of royalty here, okay? Show some respect. Okay.
2: I'm I'm going to ask you guys the penis question now. Yes, I'll have one. That I was putting putting off. Um, Here we go. On average, John, you wanna go first or second? Second. Second. Travis, you're going first, man. Okay, on average, a male gorilla has a 3.5 inch penis when it's fully erect. What is the better way for a gorilla to compensate for that? Thumping his chest or driving a big truck? (laughs)
0: Are you shitting me? Okay, what's thumping a (laughs) chest going to do for a woman, right? You can't ride to Myrtle Beach by doing this, baby. You want that jacked up 2500 Duramax diesel with truck nuts swinging on the back? Hell yeah, brother. I can't fly a giant American flag to let everybody know which vaccine I'm not taking. If I'm thumping my chest, get the fuck out of here with that.
4: That was 10 seconds. <laughs> you get a minute. Oh, I'll take it back. I can <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's exactly right. Okay. Everyone here has seen one of them stupid-ass jacked-up trucks out going up and down State Street, blaring their fucking music, loud pipes, nuts on the back. What's the first thing you say to your friend? Bet he's compensating. It's obvious to everyone. <laughs> now, admittedly, there are some douchebags around here that do this shit, and you think, well, they're probably compensating too, but you're not sure. 2,500 diesels, little dick every time we all know it. There's no question about it whatsoever. And at least thumping the chest shows that you're you're willing to be masculine in front of other human beings as opposed to going down the interstate at 60 like a pussy. At least when I thump my chest, you can stand here and hit me. Not like, two, two, Florida, Georgia, Line baby. Look at my little dick. We all know who's got the little dicks. It's the truck people, the, the chest thumpers.
0: Maybe they don't. Probably do, but maybe they don't. (laughs) Time. What's thumping a chest ever done to get a gorilla wet? You know what I'm saying? There ain't not one country song about thumping your chest. There's a whole bunch about a truck. Money can buy me a truck. I can do this shit for free. I'll be driving down the interstate in the carpool lane by myself doing this. Fuck, I can do this whenever I want to. It don't get me laid. i tell you what does, though. Truck. Uh, you're forgetting one thing. We're talking about
4: gorillas here, not your little dick ass. See, the gorillas can't actually fucking drive. So, at least in their little pen, they can be like, what's up? You want me to give me some that gorilla, pussy? What's up, girl? Come on. You know what they can't do? Drive their truck to get laid? Ever? Listen, I know we're supposed to have came from monkeys or whatever, but I ain't never seen a chimp driving. Not one goddamn time have I seen a chimp behind the wheel. You know what I have seen them do? Get some pussy.
2: time. All right. Hey, I I don't even have to declare a winner because we've already gone through the bracket. I think they're both winners. Nice job. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to get back on this mic. Uh, Thank you all for being here. Uh, We do this every Thursday. Every Thursday we're going to do this show. uh, Different topic every time. So it's a different show every time. Um, And it's going to be a good time.
1: i see.